Part of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Welcome to the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Greg has been a relationships expert guest host on numerous radio shows. He promises that this show is for you and to help listeners become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationships and lives. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor Greg Dzinski, The Art of Relationships Radio Show will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy, plus help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships. He also welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. No more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and grow happier. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Master G. Hey, welcome everybody. This is the Art of Relationships radio show, and I am your host, licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, uh, Greg Dzinski, a.k.a. Master G, and that's a long story. Oh, I want to... Welcome, everybody, to Sunday night, and it was here in Metro Detroit. It was uh, just a gorgeous sunset for you, huge romantics, and there's another blood moon out here. So that might be a scary mix. Beautiful sunset, blood moon, what does that mean? Does it kick everybody horny up and get everybody in the mood? Um, We'll see. (laughs) You can give me a call live this evening with any of your relationship or sex-related issue or challenge questions you might have. You can give me a call at 313-614-9498. Again, 313-614-9498. You can give me a call live, and you can also join me on the live chat. Uh, If you're listening to the Art of Relationships uh, radio show's own app for Apple and Android devices, or you might have to, in the Play Store, Google my name, Greg Dzinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. Make sure you check out my website, uh, counseling website is www.theartofrelationships. You check out the services I provide. Um, Not only uh, I specialize mostly in relationships, sexual dynamics, but I also specialize in grief and loss challenges along with uh, trauma and uh, PTSD aspects as well, sadly. But I want to welcome everybody again to the show, and hopefully everybody's weekend is winding down to something very, very pleasurable and relaxing. And I know I'm going up against Sunday night football in the metro Detroit area as the Lions are playing Denver uh, Broncos. So I am hoping... uh, Everybody's listening and they can uh, watch the watch the game and listen to the show. And like I promoted on uh, Facebook, you learn a lot more stuff, uh, listen to the show, and you can watch the game at the same time and swear at the TV. Uh, hopefully lines don't get blown out. <laughs> it is uh, 9.05. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. And I'm going to do a plug, make sure I want to appreciate everybody that is supporting uh, my new book, 
sees that total connection, achieving the emotional and sexual relationship you crave. It's available as an ebook and paperback version on um, Amazon. So everybody, it's on Amazon.com. That is sees that total connection. And the other uh, ending of the title is Achieving the Emotional and Sexual Relationship You Crave. So everybody check that out. I'd love to hear your feedback on it. And uh, everybody, if you're interested in uh, counseling services or practices, I do offer um, e-counseling via Skype or even telephone um, sessions as well. And then also you can see me in person down in downtown Detroit. So you can also uh, give me a call. Information's on the website. And it's the same number you can call me live on. It's 313-614-9498. Give me a call. I want to hear uh, what your complaints are. I want to hear, you know, what challenges you guys are going through in your relationship or even, you know, in your life. It could be work issues, uh, maybe family dynamic issues going on, and uh, see what else is happening, Okay. Um, tonight, we are going to be talking about, um, we're going to be talking about, um, why women cheat. That's going to be one aspect, okay? We're going to look at why do women cheat, and we're going to also cover, towards the end of the show, we're going to cover about how many people want to find their everything. That one person that is their epitome of love, of relationship. They want a person to be their everything, okay? Now, is that possible? Now, not only maybe that is possible, it's not possible, but is it a smart, wise, and healthy thing that you are trying to find everything in one person? And does that put a lot of pressure on the relationship and dynamics going on? So, Join me on the live chat if you're uh, going on Spreaker.com website and you can do a search for the Art of Relationships radio show. You can join me on the live chat as well on uh, my the show's own app or it might be under my name, Greg Dzinski, as well. So I'm looking forward to hearing from you and your questions. And we are going to start off, why do women cheat? And like I said, there's a lot of surveys out there, a lot of research that says uh, – 22% of men cheat in relationships or in their marriage, and only 14%, I should say only 14% of women cheat. And I think the research, to be honest with you, I think it's a little biased, and I think it is, um, I don't think people are being honest I'm gonna, when they're answering the surveys and, um, you know, questionnaires and everything, too. In my experience, I find you know, and the clients I work with, I can't speak for everybody in the world, everybody in America, whatever. Um, but in my practice over, oh God, long time, a um, lot, a lot of years in practice, that just as many women are having affairs as men. And not that I condone them, as everybody knows, but I want to get at, why do you think women cheat? You know, is it Bad sex, not enough sex. Is it emotional connection? Is it out of boredom? Is it that they're not, um, when I said bad sex, maybe they're not getting off, they're not getting an orgasm like they want to or like they deserve. So I'm all about, um, you know, pleasing women and everything. We're going to look at, you know, what are reasons why women cheat? And we'll get at, you know, we'll 
follow this up with the men. You know, why do men cheat because they're dogs, right? No, not at all. And I want to, you know, like I said, I don't have the official, you know, scientific uh, research method stats on me, but, you know, they're coming up. There's different surveys I just read last couple days that, you know, they're saying 22% of men in marriages have cheated and 14% of women. And I find that, to be honest with you, I think that's low, sadly. But I also think um, just as many women have affairs as men, even though the stats, you know, what they're saying is an 8% differential with women, you know, having 8% less than women or men, I'm sorry. But I look at the situation. I don't think those are legit. <laughs> I think uh, women are just maybe... Um, smoother, sneakier, smarter, and I don't think uh, they're answering their surveys as well. So I'd love to hear your comments. Again, give me a call, 313-614-9498. And you can join me in the live chat as well on the show, Art of Relationship Radio Show's own app on Android and Apple devices, or you can join me on the live chat as well through Spreaker. That's S-P-E-A-K-E-R dot com. And do a search for uh, the Art of Relationships, and you should be able to find it. Uh, excuse me, sign in through your Facebook account is very easy. And join me on live chat, and welcome on live chat. We have Princess Fu back She is a faithful listener and follower, and I appreciate it. Women are just smarter. I agree, Foo, that, you know, a lot of stats, you know, they're saying, you know, with women cheating, 14% to 22%. I think those are distorted. I don't think they're accurate. And there's two different sources. Well, you know, there's two different sources I saw in the last couple days. They're coming up with the same figures, and I think they're borrowing them um, from the same source, and I don't think that is accurate accurate at all. I do agree, Foo, that women tend to be smarter. Um, They tend to be sneakier and maybe they don't get caught. But as you know, in my practice, and I've said this, you know, got over the years, it's just as many women have affairs that I work with in my office. um, They have affairs or have cheated just as many women, if not more than the guys. And like I said, it's not official. It's not, you know, it's just unofficial stats I've been keeping for the last probably eight years at least um, that I find with couples and dealing with affairs that it's it's just as many women, if not more. So I think the stats are a little distorted, if you will. You know, how can I prove it? Do I want to get into it and do the actual research and spend the time doing it? Um, no, I am not that much of a... Uh, a research buff, whatever. I'm just going by, you know, in the metro Detroit area, what I uh, deal with. So I can't speak, you know, if you look at the stats, you know, you have to look at, you know, the regions of the country you're in, and there might be more, you know, like Bible Belt regions might be more conservative in their um, stats, if you will, with affairs and everything else versus maybe large metropolitan cities, New York, Chicago, Detroit, um, you know, Washington, D.C., because we know all our politicians are screwing around, right? But <laughs> Oops. <laughs> no oops, probably the truth, right? But um, get at um, some aspects that, you know, what are some women cheat? How many, how many think women cheat just as 
I think you are, yeah, women keep it to themselves. I do too, but I'm going to tell you, Foo, I mentioned this, you know, on a show. I had a, I had a client that was referred to me by a former client, and she was having an affair on her husband. And then she referred three of her friends, all girls, or girls, all women, all married, and all four of them were cheating on their husbands, and her husbands had no clue. Um, and, you know, the guilt, the remorse wasn't there. It was, um, it, it was sad in a way. And I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> you know, you look at those situations and you look at, you know, what the hell is going on? And it's, uh, it's very difficult, you know. You look at, you know, you look at um, what the situations are going on um, you know, what causes that? You know, regardless, you know, you look at the stats, how many are cheating, how, ma, um, how many at all um, go on. But what are the reasons? What are the reasons that you think women cheat? And the big thing I hear, you know, if the men cheat or treat them like crap, um, they look at the situation as revenge. How many women, and you know this, and this might be, do you think this is more of a maturity thing? And I mean maturity being age. You know, you hear teenagers, you hear um, the situation, maybe younger women, um, you know, getting revenge, right? If their boyfriend cheated on them, treated them like crap, maybe trash-talked them, you know, at a party, at a group, whatever. Now, some women, I'm going to get even. And they have an affair out of revenge. They want that person. They want their boyfriend, their husband, whatever. If they had an affair or treat them like crap, they're looking at the situation where they want to get even and out of revenge. And you look at the situation, um, you know, they want the guys to feel the pain that they felt. You know what? And I've dealt with, I, I've, you know, dated women over the years, whatever, that have done this and, you know, out of revenge. But I don't think that is, you know, is that a number one situation? And I tell and there's guys that done it. I, I, I had friends, you know, clients, whatever, associates that I know that, um, you know, they have cheated because, you know, they got hurt, they got cheated on, so the husband, you know, wanted revenge too. But a lot of women, you know, I'm going to make him feel the pain I did. And I know women that um, the revenge factor, what do you think that revenge factor is? They're going to go and try to sleep with or have sex with their uh, boyfriend or maybe at that time ex-boyfriend because they broke up and then they go and screw uh, a best friend, a brother, a cousin of their exes or maybe their current boyfriends to get even. And revenge sucks and it hurts like a mofo as everybody else. But I tell people in that situation, why in the heck would you sell yourself out, right? Why would you sell yourself out and, you know, go out and have an affair? Would you end up doing that? Um, you know, what does that say about you? And are you going to sell out your values? And I tell people all the time, you know, with the revenge aspect, you know, some people I get even, but what's that say about you? Do you want to go ahead and look at the situation where you sell yourself out, you sell your values and maybe your morals out? And, I, you know, I've talked to women that have done this out of revenge. Yeah, you know what? I don't regret it at all, man. I got him back and all this stuff. And I'm like, what do you feel like about yourself that you were justified? And you try to justify it in your own mind, in your own eyes. It ain't about them. You know, if someone cheated on you and you do it out of revenge to hurt them back, is that saying more about you, that you sold yourself out? And you know what, that uh, what, that you do that. 
And I'm not, you know, affairs happen. I, I told you I don't justify them, whatever. But I look at the situation to where what causes them. And, you know, you go from the situation to where look at what happens. And if you're doing it out of revenge, you know what? Ugh, is that okay with you? And you want to hurt somebody because they hurt you. Is that childish? Is that immature? Or, you know, Princess Fu, like you said in the ch- in the chat, you know, you could never do that for revenge. You know, what's that say about maybe that person, that woman's character, right? But that is, you know, one of the things that, you know, maybe why women cheat. I would get divorced before I would have an affair. Um, Fu, I agree. I have, he, yeah, listen to me, the professional. I have uh, cheated on uh, somebody before, and it was the worst thing I did. Um, you know, here I am a professional in what I do and I knew why I knew it was wrong. I knew, you know, I thought we we're done in the relationship. It was then uh, miserable, you know, not getting treated well at all. I wasn't, and I sold myself out and it wasn't a revenge thing. It was like, I felt unimportant. I thought we we're done and dead in a relationship. Um, so yeah, I, I'm human too. And it was, uh, you know, something I'm definitely not a proud of um, in that situation back then. And, you know, it's like, oh, my God, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> yeah, not practicing what I preach, right? But, um, yeah, that was the one time I did that. And I, uh, I regret it to this day because I sold myself out. It's not about that other person. It's about, you know, why are you doing it? Why are you in a situation that is going to, like Fu said, I would get a divorce before I would have an affair and you look at the needs being met. But one reason why women cheat is out of revenge. Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. What else would be another situation that you look at why women cheat, right? And I talk about this, you know, even in, in my book, Seize That Total Connection, um, I talk about a big thing on the one part. Um, I talk about soulful, you know, the soulful connection, obtaining soulfulness and the soulfulness of a relationship and trying to find ways to do it. And the number one thing I touched on, and it's sort of weird, and people are going to say, what the hell does this have to do? And I even mentioned this in the book, you know, what does this have to do with soulfulness? And I mentioned about affairs, you know, have you um, contemplated an affair? Have you, you know, pondered it? Have you thought about it? And you look at why, and people are like, why in the hell would you talk about affairs, Greg, um, underneath, you know, the section on soulfulness? And it's uh, towards uh, the last part, last quarter of the book, and my basis for that was trying to avoid affairs happening and look at breaking them down, why they happen, and a lot of it has to do with the lack of the soulfulness, the connection between the two, and it's very rare it does happen because of physical, say the sex is bad, it's lame, um, it's unfulfilling, or maybe you just feel like your partner's just going through the motions or, you know, going through pity sex, which is uh, pathetic. And I talk about that all the time that you, there ain't no way in hell do you, um, you know, you fall into that, that you put up with pity sex, or maybe you need to look at yourself too and why you're doing it. Because maybe you need to work on self-esteem aspects and 
<laughs> uh, what do I want to say? Yeah, look at self-esteem aspects. Why in the hell you're putting up with it? But going back to you know the part of the book and the soulfulness about affairs, because I, I hit on those aspects about the soulfulness is missing, and that's where a lot of things, affairs happen. But underneath that, about the soulfulness, about getting each other, about being understood, that way you can hit on those aspects with hopes to prevent an affair. And I also talked on, you know, even if an affair happens, ways to maneuver and try to rebuild the trust if you both want. But, you know, the affair is that probably the number one thing I see with women having an affair, why they cheat, is a lack of attention and a lack of intimacy. Meaning, you know, the attention aspects and intimacy are talking about the soulful you know, connections, the one-on-one that you get her, that you, she feels like you don't understand her, you're not sympathetic or empathetic to her needs, and you're not sharing deeply on an emotional level, so she feels non-existent, she doesn't feel important, and what happens, someone starts chirping in her ear again, like I said, I'm not, I don't excuse, I'm looking at why, you know, why, maybe the top reasons why women do cheat from my experience and trying to look at that you can share this instead of having an affair, ladies, <clears throat> listen to the show or guys, you can go ahead and communicate, you know, your needs and everything. And I get this, Greg, I talk to him left and right. And I talk to him, you know, yeah, yeah, on and on about this. My needs aren't met and I just couldn't take it anymore. Then why are you like Fu mentioned in the live chat, you know, then why would you, you know, you get divorced or get out of that relationship? Um, before you have an affair, in which I advocate and I promote, and then you have a lot of you know people throwing out reasons or excuses or you know I not excuses they might be legitimate reasons you know everyone talks about you know oh I have kids that would destroy the kids if we broke up divorce financially I can't afford that but you know how would you like <laughs> how would you like to be in a relationship where oh the only reason why she's with me is because she can't afford to leave me ouch <laughs> um forget that right uh forget about that situation but one of probably the number one things or reasons why women have an affair there's a lack of intimacy and a lack of attention the guy would rather you know could be a workaholic i gotta watch that myself uh trying to make a living but um you know lack of attention lack of intimacy lack of caring about making her feel important if you run you know run to a store and all of a sudden you get something it could be going through the drive through or whatever and you would um maybe you don't even think of her you don't even think oh hon do you need anything can i pick you up anything you just sort of take it for granted and you're sort of not even thinking about her and this is part of the attention aspects that you are hitting on and, you know, you're not thinking of her, think, not thinking of her needs or maybe thinking about, you know, maybe whenever you guys do something together, it is about you and what you want to do and you're not thinking about her and all of a sudden she feels not important, taken for granted and the, uh, the attention aspect that her needs are not being met, attention with maybe helping her around with the kids, with the house and all this stuff. And she feels like if I'm not being important and I'm acting or getting treated like I'm not around or not that important, then someone chirps in my ear and guess what happens, okay? It's a sad situation, but, 
you look at that, um, and we'll touch on that right after this break about why, maybe some other areas about the attention and intimacy aren't there and why it sort of gets to become an addiction when someone else sort of pays them that attention. And we'll hit on that after the break. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. We'll be back shortly. Thank you. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has hand-painted, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She's sitting on the dirt-ridden floor. Hit her form aware, and with one look, I swear she kills me. She's loud as hell. An embarrassment, one crazy bitch, but she's lovely. And she's addictive. My nicotine, the one from my dreams in the morning. And she's vindictive. She makes me wish that girls like this came with warning. And we drive each other absolutely
Welcome back, everybody. This is Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan and also relationship and sex specialist coming to you live from Podcast Detroit. <laughs> oh, boy. Podcast Detroit uh, Studios in Detroit. Make sure you check out uh, podcastdetroit.com. Uh, you can catch, uh, see all the list of live shows and also listen to uh, the recorded live shows as well in podcast format on SoundCloud, on TuneIn. And I know you can, oh boy, I think my show's all over the place um, as well. SoundCloud, um, on Spreaker.com, iTunes, Stitcher, it's all over the place. And I want to welcome everybody, all the new listeners and everything to the Art of Relationships radio show. Typically, it is live every Sunday and Wednesday evening. 9 p.m. to 11, and that's Eastern uh, Eastern Time, uh, same as uh, the East Coast, uh, New York City, and everything as well, okay? So that is basically 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 o'clock Central Time. Oh, crap. Then there's what? Mountain is 2? I forget. Anyways, <laughs> check out your, uh, your time frame. It's uh, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. I know 8 Central Time. Uh, you can catch a show live, and you can also, you know, listen to the show, recorded shows on, um, you know, on Spreaker.com. Also, the show's own app, The Art of Relationships. And what else? All over the place. You can also check updates on Facebook under Greg Dzinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. And you can give me a call live at 313-614-9498. And like I said, people join in the live chat and giving a call. I am not going to be rude. 
Um, I'm not being rude, I should say, and I'm not going to announce your name unless you give me permission. I want to protect your identity and confidentiality. So when you call in live or enter the chat, I am not going to mention your name unless you give me uh, permission to do so. Okay, I respect your confidentiality and your um, privacy the utmost. Okay, and I know Fu was listening, Princess Fu, uh, mentioned earlier, you know, she would, you know, I would get a divorce before you have an affair. And it's hard, it's very difficult. And like I mentioned, you know, on all my shows left and right, um, I want to say, you know, it was all over the place when I mentioned about you do not want to, um, you know, it's a difficult situation to get in. And you look at, you know, reasons why you might not, you know, feel in love, you might not feel important. And we're talking about why women cheat. And, you know, not condoning it, not excusing it, whatever. And hitting on, you know, we talked about, you know, the revenge factor. And I'm laughing. It's not funny that women will go out and sell themselves out just to get even because their boyfriend or husband whatever cheated. And I'm going to get him back and I'm going to go bang his best friend. I'm going to go bang his brother, whatever. And that doesn't say much for your brother or best friend either. But, you know, that's selling yourself out. You don't want to, you know, get in a situation where you're forgetting about, um, you know, you're just doing something that you're going to regret down the road. And there's some women, like I said, you know, over the years that I, you know, either dated or been associated with clients that, you know, they're so I don't care. I hurt him. I wanted him to feel it. And, you know, it gets down to him. Some women are not remorseful about that, but a lot of them are because they know, you know, they felt like crap doing it because, you know, they sold themselves out. And the, other aspect, the most important thing I think why women cheat, and I mentioned this before the break, <clears throat> was a lack of attention and a lack of intimacy and talking about, you know, if she doesn't feel like her boyfriend or husband gets her, you know, understands her. And I mentioned this, you know, in my book, Sees That Total Connection, about, you know, underneath the, the last part of the book, the last quarter of the book, underneath, you know, finding or achieving soulfulness, I taught number one thing I hit on was affairs. And it's sort of odd for me, you know, trying to help people find the soulfulness in your relationship and trying to obtain that and coming in under, you know, the premise that, you know, how can you make each other your own soulmates? And you hit on, you know, Craig, what the hell are you throwing affairs in there for? And I said, well, this is the reason. I don't want affairs to happen. I don't want an affair to happen to reignite the relationship. I don't want an affair to be the reason why the relationship reignites and gets closer and bonds and builds, you know, all that trust. I want it that way before an affair happens. That's why I mention affairs and getting on a situation to where um, I, I just, I don't want that devastation and the hurt to be the reason the re- relationship also, now we're going to get help. Now we're going to fix it. Unfortunately, it happens a lot. Like I said, you know, 80, 85% of the couples I deal with, there is an affair um that's usually what brought them in to see me is usually in a fair situation. But, you know, with a woman, what every woman is different. You know, when I talk about attention and, you know, intimacy building, you know, what what does she want? Every woman is different. You know, you might think, you know, a woman wants flowers, chocolates, uh, whatever, you know, maybe love letters, whatever. Maybe she could care less. She doesn't give a shit about that. And she wants something else. You need to find out exactly what does she mean by the attention she desires, the intimacy 
aspects that she craves, what is it that she wants? Does she want deep-hearted sharing? Does she want affirmations? Does she want, you know, compliments? All these are surrounded or maybe embrace paying her attention. You know, if she's having a bad day, can does she need a massage? You know, I talk about in the book about paying attention to, you know, facial expressions and body language. And, you know, if they're having a bad day, do you, can you go soothe them? How can you pay attention by soothing her not only physical needs, of course, ooh, baby, but um, hitting on her emotional needs too. You know, if she's had a bad day, if she's, um, you know, just can you take care of that? You know, hon, can I get you anything? Can I, you want a blanket? You want to lay down? Just relax a little bit. And I want to mention on, um, there was a new listener, and I appreciate her joining, but I'm not going to say her name until she gives me permission to do so. That mentioned she interviewed, you know, many women, women and got a ton of feedback for my book. The biggest reason I received was needing to feel sexy and alive. A lover makes you feel on top of the world versus a husband that is wrapped up in his own world. And that is basically what I said about, you know, the attention aspect. And, you know, we're going to touch on a part of that, too is about the boredom too you know how much of that is not paying attention to your lady or is it you know she gets bored or maybe it's a combination of both and you hit on you know first you have to hit the individual needs of your lady guys and women you need to be specific and even write us a note guys remember i said about we um hey shauna thanks for giving me permission to mention your name and you Oh, you got to get your website up. I know I talked to you a little bit this evening on Facebook um, about your website. Link is down. And once that's up, please share it on my website. I want to give you some, you know, give you some attention and props too, okay? And, oh, it's under Shauna Marie. Okay, so if people go to our Facebook, Shauna Marie, don't stalk. Um, yeah, don't stalk her. Don't be crazy. Don't be sick. Um I don't even know, maybe not to be disrespectful, maybe she's a lesbian. No, <laughs> Sean, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, one thing about me you don't know yet, I'm a huge smart ass. But anyways, you hit on, you know, the levels about, you know, women having affairs, lack of attention, lack of, um, you know, the intimacy details that what do you do? You know, you hear about this all the time that guys, they're not that emotionally deep, right? They talk, they don't share their feelings. They don't share whatever. And all of a sudden, guys share their feelings, and they're getting accused of being a wuss bag, um, you know, a big wuss, big baby, whatever. And, you know, women getting on, okay, I want a man. I want him strong. Uh, I want a provider. I want a protector, all this stuff. But I want him to cry. I want him to um, hit on these aspects. No, you're not a lesbian. You love men, too. That's I, I tell women, Shauna. Um, I know you're new to the show, and I appreciate it. I tell women I'm a lesbian. Um, 200% lesbian uh, means what? Lesbians love women, right? So I'm a bona fide lesbian. Anyways, you need to hit on <laughs> hit on the aspects to where, um, you know, what does that lady, what does your lady need to feel that you're paying attention to? And it could be, you know, the flowers, the roses, or her favorite. Maybe her she hates roses, and maybe she loves daisies. Uh, maybe she loves dandy <laughs> dandelions. Who loves them, right? But <laughs> you look at the situation. Maybe she likes irises, tulips. Um, you know, whatever her favorite is. Not just when you put thought into 
paying attention to her. What does she like? Does she have a favorite uh, perfume? I almost said cologne. That's for a guy. But her favorite, you know, cologne or perfume aspect, or does she have a favorite candy she likes? Just something to pay her attention. Like I said, if she doesn't like that stuff, then don't do it. (laughs) Your intention might be great, right? To pay her attention, to make her feel important. But if you're giving her something that she could care less about, or it's not that important to her, your intention is going down the toilet, dudes. You need to pay attention to what she likes, not what you think she likes. I want you not only to assume or think because maybe and your ex-girlfriend liked this or you know ex your first ex-girlfriend or ex-wife years and years ago liked this that doesn't mean the current girlfriend or wife is going to like the same thing. You need to get specific and hit on um you know what she needs to feel important and what she needs to you know to build the intimacy aspect and exactly what she needs and I think a lot of guys a lot of men get maybe miss what do I want to say? They, you know, there's a lot of misperception about you know sharing intimacy and all this stuff, and exactly what does that mean? And every woman, again, is different. It sounds like I'm repeating a show from not too long ago, um, and I apologize from people you know listening to the show, following the show for a while, but I sound like a broken record because it's so important to look at you know on the intimacy level. What does that mean? Does it mean about sharing? your dreams, your desires, not only maybe for the relationship or marriage, you know, what about your individual? By sharing yourself on an intimate level means your dreams, your goals. Not only that, but guys, you need to ask her, what about hers? It ain't all about you. Just like ladies, it's not all about you. There's enough ladies out there that, you know, it's all about them. They always want to get rubbed or caressed, but they're not willing to do it back or, you know, whatever. They're not asking, you know, about your day. They're not asking if you had a bad day and they turn it all the way back on you. That's not what I'm talking about. Guys, you can be intimate by asking about them, their day. Oh, did you have a bad day? What was going on? Asking specific, you know, questions that paying attention to them, paying attention to their, you know, like I said, if they look tired or, oh man, you're in a great mood today. What's going on? What happened, man? That's cool. You're happy. You're in a great mood. So you need to hit on, you know, pay attention to body language and facial expressions, guys, very much. And I know women, you are very good at this, a lot better than guys. But guys, you need to get trained and start, you know, really paying attention not only to facial expressions, but voice tones as well. And if she is, you know, maybe she's angry and she acts bitchy and she acts, um, oh boy, out of sorts, if you will, okay? Bitchy probably says it all. Maybe her needs are not being met, and what do you do? You want to run and hide. Maybe ask her, you know, what's going on? You know, what what are you upset? What did I do? What can I do maybe to help? And, oh, you don't get what I need. You don't get me. Well, she needs to be specific and tell you exactly what she needs to pay attention, okay? So enough of that. And part of that is when I meant about feeling attention, I sort of bracket all that into not only, you know, paying attention, and the intimacy sharing, um, but also about feeling underappreciated. I think that all goes hand in hand um, as far as, you know, being taken for granted. Maybe you're not saying thank you enough. You know what? I really appreciate you, whatever, 
the way you take care of the kids, the house. Oh, my God, you bust your ass, you work, you come home, you do this. Man, I wish I had your energy. Um, hit on the compliments, okay? And I mentioned this in the book, too, and I mentioned this on, oh, my God, almost too many radio shows. I think uh, Princess Food tuned out because she got bored hearing this all stuff all the time. Um, but you look at the situation and, you know, what does it take to, you know, what do you need to not take her for granted and, you know, that she feels appreciated for not only the woman she is and not just sexually, whatever, which I'm all about that too. I'm a guy, yeah. But not only, you know, sexually, but that she is a huge, huge part of your life and a part of your home and your household if you are married or living together. To me, you know, it's no different, like I mentioned on, you know, a thousand shows already, that, um, you know, what can it take for her to feel valued, to feel important? That's why I said I sort of blanket that and combine that in with, you know, the intimacy sharing and also um, with the attention being paid, okay? And that's part of feeling underappreciated as well. Not only that, uh, what can you hit on to what does she need to feel appreciated on? Maybe you're saying thank you, whatever, and it's cool, but she wants to hear something else, okay? And feeling appreciated will also make her feel on an intimate level that you're paying attention and that you get her, okay? It's going to increase the intimacy she feels towards you, and it's going to be genuine. It's not. I'm not into bullshit, and I'm not in, into being fake or anything, as you know, people know. You hit on what other aspects do you hit on as far as why women cheat? How many women do you think out there cheat because the sex is terrible? It's bad. How many do you think women actually cheat because the sex is terrible? And you're wondering, why in the hell would you be with someone when the sex is that bad, right? Oh, we have kids now. I don't know. We've been together for so long. It's all I know. And I, I, I'm, you know, all about being married and being married forever to death do us part. And all son, ew, the sex is just whacked. It's not good at all. You know, the guy's all freaking bobbling, you know, bobbing his head all over the place, and there ain't nothing else going on. And he freaking looks like a bobblehead. <laughs> he has no clue what he's doing sexually, whatever. And uh, so many shows I did, I, you know, I mentioned about women should never, ever, ever, ever fake an orgasm. Not at all. It serves you no good, and it's just bullshit in your guy, whatever. And you don't want to build up, you know, I don't want to hurt his ego and all this stuff. I'm not about, um, given falsehoods, whatever, you need to teach them how to hit it, how to hit it right. <laughs> or maybe you need to, um, <clears throat> if he doesn't get it after teaching whatever, then you'll, boy, well, we stayed married, and then maybe she don't want to break it up at, she doesn't want to break that up at all, the marriage or anything. But And I get that, and then all of a sudden she starts having an affair, and for her own sexual needs and what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen down the road is, you know, sexually, Austin, it could be one thing, but it could be emotional, um, you know, the emotional aspect too. And there's, you know, everyone says, oh, women can't have sex or whatever unless there's an emotional connection. And we, most of us know that's a bunch of BS too, that women can do it just for the sexual gratification and physical pleasure um, and break the boredom. So if the sex is bad... You need to maybe teach them 
break him in a little bit the way you want. And if he doesn't get it, then should you stay in that relationship or not? Like I said, that decision is all about you and all about you trying to, um, you know, I want people to be happy in all that situation, right? What else could mean about bad sex? You know, we could get very specifically, very specifically, I can't even talk. It sounds like all the errors I did in the first uh, edition of the book a week or two ago before, you know, boy, before all my edits, uh, typos and stuff in the book, what? Um, Shauna mentioned, all goes back to feeling like a sexy animal. Ooh, baby. Uh, feeling free, lots of different positions. No more boring missionary BS plus, okay? Oh, no more boring missionary positions. You know what, Shauna? Uh, you're new to the show, and I mention it. It sort of cracks me up. I'm all about um, different positions and trying different things and shaking it up a little bit big time. Um, and I always bring this up. It's funny when you start dating somebody and maybe this is when you're younger, you know, just with the missionary position, you could do missionary freaking 10, 20 times in a row and you're never bored with that. Why? Why is that? Is it because you guys are so connected to each other? Is it because you're concentrating on each other and all this stuff that, you know, missionary never gets boring? But it does down the road. So when missionary becomes boring, and I get it, I'm all about switching it up, freaking countertop, table, uh, freaking up against, you know, up against the wall and all ripping our clothes off and banging each other hard, animalistic, passionate, ooh, baby. But you look at that situation to where um, is it the emotional connection that's going? Is it just the boring aspects, right? Ooh, these guys are great at making it feel like you're making love. Even one night stands. Oh, yeah, Shauna. Absolutely. But the bad, you know, going into bad sex, another one, maybe it's all about the guy, right? It's all about him. He's not worried about pleasing you. It's all about him getting his nuts off and not about pleasing you or how you feel, right? The, you know, the wham bam aspects, or maybe in, I, you know, I, Tell people left and right when I teach human sexuality that uh, there's a lot of women that are, they're the ones complaining they don't get lack, uh, there's a lack of sex. They, they don't get enough, um, you know, they don't get enough sex. So that, this all ram it, you know, sort of goes hand in hand in the guys or geese, if you will, of bad sex. You know, maybe there's not enough of it. There's not, you know, she's not getting physically pleased. Maybe there's not the eye-to-eye contact, um, the emotional connection of sex. Maybe it's just physical and it feels empty. So those are all aspects of, you know, bad sex too. And I'm not talking, you know, you can't, if you're doing it doggy style, (laughs) doggy style or reverse cowgirl, it's very difficult to stare at each other in the eyes without breaking your damn neck or whatever, right? (laughs) You know, I don't want anyone to freaking get whiplash, whatever. Oh, I want to stare in his eyes like Greg said. (laughs) But you don't want, um, you don't want that. Just info from the ladies. Oh, I get that. A lot of women want that. Guys do too. We want freaking Women, you rip our clothes off. You freaking throw us up against the wall. But like I said, this is about women right now and about why they cheat. And it could be the boring. They don't feel alive. They don't feel like they're ravaged anymore. Or my favorite term I like to say, they don't feel like they're, their guy's not making them feel like they're sexually devoured anymore. 
<clears throat> God, I love that term. So, you know, the bad sex could be, you know, it could be boring. The connect, emotional connection is not there. That the guy, it's always about wham, bam. Um, and I mentioned about foreplay on a show, uh, boy, a month ago or whatever, about foreplay. And, uh, you know, a friend of mine that does, you know, basically the same thing I do with relationships and sex therapy, but out in Philly. And, you know, we're talking about, you know, there's a lot of complaints out there on the East Coast that women are complaining they don't get enough foreplay. And I'm like, oh, my God, I promoted. I most most of the guys I know are all foreplaising. They're lazy. They're lazy. <laughs> They're ladies. They're all about pleasing their, you know, their ladies and, you know, foreplay and making them feel great and all this stuff. And I believe me, I'm a guy and I'm all about that. So I'm all about, you know, pleasing them. So, you know, bad sex, what does bad sex mean? Is it lack of emotional connection? Do you feel like just a piece of ass or a piece of meat, ladies? And you want more. You need to tell your guy first, um, you know, what you're missing, what you want. Tell him you want to rip his clothes off or you want him to rip your clothes off and be like Shauna mentioned about the freaking animalistic passion. I'm all about that. And, you know, sometimes maybe your guy is timid. Maybe he's afraid. Maybe he wants that. And I've dealt with couples, a ton of couples over the years where maybe he thinks she doesn't want that because she's more prim, more prissy, more proper. Uh, she doesn't verbalize, um, use dirty words, you know, like come here and lick my ass or <laughs> come here and, you know, do me hard, whatever. Um, come here and spank my ass. You know, she won't talk to me use dirty language. So therefore, you know, that's her. She's prim, prissy, whatever. And all of a sudden you watch her watching, well, Fifty Shades of Lamehood, whatever, the movie. And, you know, she's getting all hot and interested and you see her and he's like, boy, she's not, why would she get all hot and bother and sort of, ooh, giggling about this? That ain't her. And all of a sudden the guy doesn't try to rip her clothes off, doesn't freaking try to passionately take her, devour her, like I mentioned, like an animalistic aspect. Maybe you can shake it up and you need that all the time. Or not all the time, once in a while to make her feel alive, to make her feel sexually alive, make her feel like she's craved, like she's really wanted in an animalistic fashion mixed with the emotional connection that goes hand in hand with that, okay? Uh, I'm all about that. And, you know, trying to make her feel passionate and all this stuff. Holy crap, where the heck are all the text uh, chat people tonight? They watching the Lions game? Not if they're watching the Lions game or getting the kids ready for school tomorrow. Um, hopefully the kids are all in bed. But this is the Heard of Relationships radio show uh, coming to you live from Podcast Detroit. So make sure you check out. They got a ton of great people, a ton of terrific shows. Check out podcastdetroit.com. You can see all the, the schedules for the shows and a wide variety of uh, live shows coming to you live from the Motor City, Detroit. And what else is happening? We are going to take a, li- a little quick break and we will be back uh, shortly. Thanks uh, for listening to our Relationships Radio Show coming to you live from Detroit City. We'll be back in a few minutes. Thank you. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has hand-painted, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. 
It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Waking up, kissing the floor of a bathroom stall. This isn't any way to live, no, not at all. And every one of these kids is so
Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Greg Dzinski, and this is the Art of Relationships radio show. Make sure songs you just heard, Well Wisher by Rev Right Time, and before that, The Great Pretender by Skyway Traffic. I know uh, both lead singers, well, Eric is the whole thing. He plays everything, guitar. Make sure to check him out on Reverb Nation and on uh, Facebook and YouTube, too. Again, Rev Right Time. And Skyway Traffic, uh, a ton of talent in, uh, from the Metro Detroit area. Um, both Skyway Traffic and Rev Right Time, like I mentioned, uh, Pat Ferris, uh, Rev Right Time. They used to tour back in the mid-90s with the Stone Temple Pilots, believe it or not, um, throughout the nation and uh, a world, world of talent. And I want to thank everybody, all the new listeners from... Uh, joining me on the Art of Relationships radio show. You can join me on the live chat if you go to Spreaker.com and type in, uh, do a search for the Art of Relationships, or you can do, uh, I think, search for my name as well, Greg Dzinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. And you can also join me on the live chat on the show's own uh, app for Android and Apple devices as well. You can uh, also give me a call live, 313-614-9498. And as I mentioned, as I do with every show, it does not matter what the topic or the subject matter of the evening is. You can give me a call with your questions, anything I can help you, um, try to help you sort out in your life and make you happier in your relationship and actually with yourself as well. And like I mentioned, uh, it's important to show is for you, the Art of Relationships radio show. It's for you out there, listeners, to hopefully help enhance your lives on emotional, physical, and social levels big time, okay? So we are talking about why women cheat. And we touched on a bunch of stuff about attention, about intimacy levels, you know, about feeling underappreciated. And we just talked about before last break, we talked about bad sex and talking about, you know, what what encompasses bad sex? You know, is it the emotional connection, the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, but I could care less about you getting off. It's all about me. Um, you know, we talk about, you know, maybe there's not enough sex. Maybe he's not making her feel desired. Maybe he's not making her my favorite word when I talk about devouring her. And some women out there, I call them, you know, since I'm never politically correct that they're they're prudish or whatever, <laughs> proceed prudish, whatever. And they talk about, oh, devour, that's just disgusting. Yeah, that's why we like it. Like Shauna mentioned about the animalistic, you know, passion. And then I talk about, you know, do you want the, you want the animalistic passionate, emotional connection, all rolled into one, throw me up against a wall, make me freaking howl like a dog and treat me like the slut that I am, right? So you want to hit on all those aspects, um, you know, in a relationship, you want to shake it up, you want to, you know, you could have just, you know, we're on the chat earlier about, you know, you can have missionary, which is, you know, it's fine that you have the soul-to-soul connection where you are able to stare at each other in the eyes. And I even touch about, you know, in my book, how many people, you know, how often women do you desire, do you crave to be kissed? And we talked about, you know, Princess Fu, we mentioned we were on Facebook a little bit ago before the show and talking about that there is a lack of, maybe part of this would fall in with the attention, that 
the touching aspect, and I mentioned this on numerous, numerous shows, holding hands, the cuddling, and not, you know, all women want that. And there's, like I said, there's some guys that want that and don't get it either. The women's like, ah, that ain't me, that's whatever. But, you know, the deep, passionate kissing, how often do you kiss? Do you even have, talking about bad sex, is there any emotional, deep, tongue lash kissing, nibbling on the lips aspects during sex even? What about outside of sex? And do you feel that's part of making the woman feel craved and feeling wanted, desired, making her feel like a sexual being and not just on a friendship level that you're just going through the motions and, you know, that she's there, that you desire her and not just for sex but on the emotional levels that how many people are able to Say the deep, passionate kissing went out the window a while ago, and what would it take to reignite that? And Maybe she would like that and make her feel more um, sexually desired, you know, more sexually craved, wanted, and as a woman, not just as your wife, not just as the mother of your kids, if you have kids in that situation, but that you kiss her like she's a freaking woman, a freaking animalistic sexual being you just want to freaking make her panties wet with the passionate, deep, longing kisses. Ooh, baby. So can you look at, you know, you look at those realms and what would it take for you to do that and integrate kissing? Oh, getting, I almost got, when I get off on tasks like I always do, you know, the deep, passionate kissing outside the bedroom. How many people can actually kiss or even try it? And I get people squirming, um, freaking laughing, giggling like little school kids. When I say, how many people can you kiss passionately and still look at each other in the eyes? Ooh. How many people do that? Oh, Greg, I poked myself in the eye with their eyelashes, whatever. Oh, my God, that's weird. It's crazy. It's awkward. Is it? Or do you have a deep, even so far connection? How many people have actually tried kissing deep, passionately, and stared at each other while they're kissing, right? And we all know, we talk about, you know, you do it during sex, which is phenomenal. I promote it. Even oral sex, that you can stare at each other. And I'm all, all about that, too, you know, that you're able to stare. Oh, don't look at me. I'm so embarrassed. And that's where part of you need to grow up and maybe mature a little bit on the sexual realm Maybe these are all things, ladies, that you want to try or maybe work through those fears. And it's, I'm plugging my book all over the place. You know, in the book, See That Connection, I talk about these very things to where, you know, what would it take to get rid of your fears and all this stuff? And maybe the guys, we talk about bad sex and devouring you that, you know, want to rip your clothes off and just freaking nibble and suck on your neck a little bit to make you wet, to make you off freaking like a woman, a freaking sexual being that, you know, maybe he's afraid that he can't, he, maybe he wants to do that, but now maybe he, you know, he's afraid you don't want that because you're a mother now, because you got more, uh, oh God, religious, you got more prissy, more prudy, more worried about what people think you have. Maybe you have a CEO position, management position, and now you have to maintain this image. And now he backs off all that because he feels maybe in, not only intimidated, maybe he feels you're not that woman anymore. He needs to make you feel like a woman, no matter if you're in an executive position, a management position. Um, you know, maybe women just want to feel safe and let go, and they don't want that control anymore. Well, there's some women that do, but maybe, guys, you need to make her that sexual being again. 
and turn, you know, what her definition of bad sex is and to flip that around, okay? That is, uh, you know, this is the bad sex aspect with affairs. To be honest with you, and clients I've worked with over the years, that tends to be a very, very minimal, minimal reason why women cheat, okay? It does happen, and I know for guys, bad sex, it happens for them too more than it would for women, but um, that is a... It's important to note and trying to shake it up a little bit, okay? Now, low self-esteem. How many women, and I get this, you know, talk about, you know, why both women and men cheat, and I've done too many shows on affairs as it is already. Um, But this aspect, you need to look at what's it take to, you know, is that self-esteem aspect? You know, say you're giving her attention, you're giving her... um, the affection she needs, you're making her feel loved, appreciated, that sexual being you, and she still, it's not enough for her, and it's low self-esteem. She don't like this. She has body image aspects, and all of a sudden, what happens? She gets plastic surgery, right? And I, I know someone that spent freaking $15,000 on a soon-to-be ex-wife plastic surgery and getting divorced and you know, all the attention that they draw, and that self-esteem, you need to look at you know, what you're doing, ladies, and why. Now you got all this attention. You don't know how to deal or handle it. Now what do you do, right? You go out and you're sort of getting your ego fed. Now is this this is a very, very difficult, difficult situation to deal with when, you know, women, they go out and cheat because of self-esteem aspects, okay? Maybe their husband or boyfriend's making them feel loved, appreciated, desired, all these things, and she just needs her ego boost because maybe she was... Maybe not that, or you know, not that popular in high school or college or you know whatever. And all of a sudden, you know, the old you know black swan situation, you know, the ugly duckling situation turned into the you know the beautiful swan aspect. Um, and all of a sudden, she don't know how to handle all that attention. And all of a sudden, you know, she just feeds into it, boosting her ego, and all these guys are paying her attention now. And what do you do? And I, you know, when I mention about the plastic surgery aspects, I always tell people I am not paying for anybody to have plastic surgery because uh, I say I'm not going to pay for something that someone else, some other guy might be playing with down the road. So, <laughs> oh boy, is that bogue of me? I don't know, but that's my philosophy. I ain't paying for something that someone else is going to be playing, uh, playing with down the road or maybe down the road, okay? Yeah, I wonder if you yeah you sign a disclosure. You know what? If we break up or get divorced, whatever. Um, you know what? Those fake tits need to come out, or you need to pay me back for them. But I have no money. Well, okay, then we just rip them out. You know, or here, let me stick a needle in them and drain them. <laughs> That's just wrong. Okay. Um, what other aspects do women um, cheat? What What other aspects or why Why do women cheat? Uh, give me a call, 313-614-9498. If you ever cheated, ladies out there, and I'd love to hear from you. And like I said, your name will be anonymous. And I'm not being rude. If you give me a call live, I will not ask you for your name. Uh, I want to protect your uh, privacy and uh, make sure you're anonymous. If you mention your name, like I said, that's on you. Uh, but I will not ask, and I'm not being rude. I'm just actually being respectful of your privacy. Or you can join us on the live chat here on the Art of Relationships radio show, coming to you live from Podcast Detroit. 
Uh, make sure you check out all the shows, list of shows, time, schedules. Uh, again, that's podcastdetroit.com. Make sure you check out my website at theartofrelationships.org, and you can hit me up on uh, Facebook as well, and I usually post all the shows and some other stuff, another avenue to help people out there, okay? So we want to look at, you know, different ways women might, you know, why do they cheat, right? You know, is it bored? Is it a way to shake up the relationship? And both men and women, you know, might cheat out of boredom. I, I never excuse them. I never, you know, condone affairs, whatever. But, you know, is boredom, is that a legitimate reason? If you're bored, what are you doing? Are you always looking for ladies, your boyfriend, your husband, to initiate, to shake up the relationship? You know, what are you doing to do this? You know, are you always awesome? Maybe you tolerated it for years where the guy, you know, your boyfriend, husband, whatever, always makes the decisions. What's I'm not, you know, you, me, man, me make all decisions. Women like that, right? All of a sudden, you, you're okay with it. And then all of a sudden, your tolerance for it goes down the toilet years later, or maybe not even years later, months later. And all of a sudden, what happens is you need to go, um, you know, I'm bored, it's all about him, whatever, and you're not voicing your opinion, then you go out and have an affair because you're bored and you're not doing anything about it. I'm all about you. You need to verbalize your needs big time when the boredom, okay? Now, how many women, I want to hit on this uh, real quick too, how many women have an affair because they want to get out of the relationship? How many use sex, to get out of a relationship. It's their way to, you know what, I hate my marriage, I hate my relationship, and you know what, I've been emotionally dead. The relationship's been emotionally dead to me for six months, a year, two years, and all of a sudden, I just had an affair, and it gives my, um, that's why I did it, just to end the relationship to, you know what, I couldn't do it anymore, so I had an affair just to end it up, and I sort of, I wanted him to find out because, you know what, I'm done, and that's my reason, you know, it's my reason to say I am done, no more working on it, I'm out of here, okay? Shauna, you mentioned sex addiction is very taboo, but it's another reason why women seek out. Absolutely, Shauna, I agree, and sex addiction is... um you know, both men and women in a situation, it could be, you know, porn, whatever. And there are women out there that are sex addicts. And a lot of them, it could be pleasure seeking. Uh, but a lot of it, it's not, you know, just a pleasure seeking. I think it's more with women with sex addiction. I think it's more about thrill seeking. And, you know, it also could be, if you want to say attention whores, <laughs> men too, right? But it's more with women, I find, with sex addictions versus men, uh, and men too, you know, it's like thrill seeking. It's like they, they can't be um, content. They need to always have a thrill. They need to always have that excitement. I guess it wouldn't be really that much different for men in my experience, okay? And, um, you know, that that's a huge thing too. And that that's sort of a rare thing. Um, but that is a reason. If there's a sex addiction, and I know... Um, I actually have a couple men in that situation. Actually, a few women I've had probably this year, not a lot, maybe about four women, you know, that had a sex addiction problem. So not a lot. And I think that is, it. it's out there, but it's rare, but it's also a great, great, uh, 
great topic to hit on tonight about uh, why women cheat. Also, she was a virgin when she met her husband, wants variety, wants to know what else is out there. Shauna, oh, yes. You know what? That could be out of boredom. And also, a lot, you know, they get married, you know, years ago, 18, 19, even now, you know, early 20s, all of a sudden, you know, they get sort of wondering what it's about. You know, they get more comfortable with their sexuality. Also, they want to explore, and they, that could be part of boredom and just wanting to know what the thrill about other people. And I know you're just listening for the first time this evening, and I appreciate that. And I mention on a lot of shows, I mention on Facebook, when I teach human sexuality at a local college here in Metro Detroit, that I never, ever promote <laughs> waiting until you get married. I never promote abstinence before you get married for that very reason that you're able to explore sexually. You're able to look, not only find yourself and be more, there's a difference between, you know, being sexually active, you know, with one partner, whatever, but you explore a variety and you get more of a essence, more comfortable with your own self and what you want. And I did, you mentioned Shauna, you mentioned this, you know, very much about when she was a virgin, wants to, you know, a variety, knows what she's missed or what, you know, what is out there. That That's the same for uh, men, too. I had a relative that got, they got married uh, really young, and uh, I think he was living out his uh, high school years or, you know, again, and that situation actually years ago, and that's sort of what brought me into this field uh, was one of a huge reason of what transpired through that aspect. Um and you need to look at what the heck is going on. Um, you know, is it a variety? Is it a thing? But can you shake it up? Can you shake it up a little bit even and try different things? Or is it more you want that experience? And that does that fall in to why women cheat because it's out of boredom, whatever? Um, oh, God. I have a friend that's a preacher's daughter, never slept with another man, has slept with several past year while she was married. You know what, Shauna, I, I hear of that. Wasn't that in Footloose, too, the old movie way back when? <laughs> Preacher's daughter's always the uh, slut of the town, right? Woohoo! So why is that a bad thing? Not at all, right? Why shouldn't women enjoy their sexuality? And, you know, they can't, but men, uh, women can't, but men can't screw that. You know, it's all about, you know, what pleases you. As long as you're not hurting anybody else or hurting yourself, um, I'm all for it. And you look at a situation, you know, that happens a lot, Sean. And I, like I mentioned earlier, you know, you look at there's so many reasons and everybody puts a a reason why women cheat. And I'm going over a lot of popular ones, but it, it, there's so many reasons. There's not a right or wrong, a black and white, I shouldn't say right or wrong, but a black and white, it's not that concrete. It could be ego. It could be self-esteem. It could be, you know, boredom in the marriage. It could be not feeling like that sexual maven. Or it could be about, um, you know, maybe lack of experience. Meaning the experience of other people, of other multiple partners throughout a lifetime, you know, before you settle down. And, you know, and you look at women need to be more vocal and more verbal and not come across as nagging. As nagging, you know, the old scenario of nagging bitch or, you know, just a nagging person, if you will. And what would it take, you know, I want women to speak. And I hear this all the time 
where women have a hard time speaking about, especially, you know, with sex aspects or whatever. Some women are very confident and very vocal and verbalized, and I love those women about what they want, what they need sexually, and they can freaking verbalize, you know, dirty talk and all this stuff and talk about anything, you know, sexually, and not only sexually, but, you know, intimately, and what they're missing on the intimate level or emotional. Some women have a hard time because, let's face it, their guys might not listen, right? They might not pay attention. There's a difference between hearing what they say and actually listening. So women, you know, oh, it's no use. It ain't going to matter anyways. Have you tried? No. And there's some guys, oh, I've never heard this before. She never brought this up before. Women, you need to vocalize specifically what you need. If you're not getting it sexually, if you're not getting the attention, if you're not getting the emotional intimacy that you need, or maybe the variety of life that you're bored in a relationship. What are you doing to shake it up? Or are you just leaving it to your husband? All of a sudden, well, he, you know, he didn't shake it up. He was boring. He didn't do this. Who did you talk to him? Well, no, he should have just known. I'm like, oh my God, really? You need to verbalize, ladies. And if you are at a point in your marriage or relationship where you're gonna cheat, like I said, I'd rather have you get out of that situation. However, you need to suck it up and be able to talk to him and say, hey, you know what? I'm not happy. This is what I need. Now, you know, if you're just growing apart, sadly, you know, is that one reason that women feel disconnected because you're growing apart too? Why women cheat? Because maybe intellectually, you know, women, they might, you know, women and men, they grow and mature at the same rate. And I, you know, that's what you want. But unfortunately, that doesn't always happen. And I get one that, you know, is a current client now, sadly, that, you know, I, they were going through a divorce and I saw him, you know, when it was going on. So I've never seen him as a couple that, you know, Greg, it's like she never, you know, the maturity and the selfishness, she never matured, never, it was never, um, she was selfish and never, you know, looked at what it was like to, you know, be a wife or be, you know, married whatever and she was almost like selfish in that realm and always about her and I told him did you ever tell her this did I ever you know did you verbalize did you try to teach her and you know communicate this to her and you know he said I would try but you know maybe it wasn't in the way she needed ladies you need to communicate your needs before you go having an affair guys you know I mentioned this before and you need to verbalize what your needs are, what you're not getting, and speak from the heart, okay? Speak from a teaching aspect, not from a naggy, complaining, battle axe moan, if you will, to your guy, or he's going to shut down, okay? And then, like, I, I try to talk to him, and I try to teach him, and I also, um, you know, set you know, center on this aspect and he won't listen. He won't this. Maybe it's your approach and I'm not bashing you. I'm here to teach you how to do that. Okay. Now looking at the elements, you know, look at this aspect. You need to teach guys. You're listening to the show. I want you to learn and try to meet your lady's needs and look at, you know, if she's ever having an affair. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. Social networking, reconnecting, keyboard, keyboard cowboys, easy to talk sexually online. Then when it turns into, are we going to actually meet up in person and just fuck? I hear this all the time from women after the fact. 
after they've screwed up. You know what? Yeah, I hear this a lot, and that shot on your. Re- I, I'll have to have you. We'll have to pick a day and time that works out good for you um, to call into the show and have you on and give you props and stuff for all your uh, the research you're doing and everything on your end too. That'd be very very cool, and uh, get your work and promote that. I'm all about helping other people out there. As you know, I give many thanks for people supporting me. I am going to. Actually, say good night this evening. I cut out a half hour earlier, a little bit. I want to thank everybody who has uh, been listening to the show live. And I also want to uh, thank Shauna for joining, listening in, and sharing the Art of Relationships radio show on her website. Again, Shauna Marie, you can look her up on Facebook and maybe check out a little bit of her research and work that she is uh, doing and trying to help people out there like I am too, okay? So this is the Art of Relationships radio show. You check me live, or listen live, I should say, uh, every Sunday and Wednesday evening, 9 o'clock Eastern time, coming from podcastdetroit.com studios here in Detroit City. Everybody have a nice Sunday evening. Everybody get up early Monday morning. Oh, boy right? (laughs) I start teaching a new term tomorrow too, so I'm going to be whipped. Um, Anyways, much love to everybody out there. Thanks for all the support. Take care, and I will talk to everybody soon. The Art Art of Relationships Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent consent from myself, myself, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. relationships. Thank Thank you. you.